Hello again and welcome to the DTS podcast, the game of the year, game of the decade, game of Hello, the 10 friends. years. Welcome uh, to the Masters. I am Tony. I am Derek. Hello, friends. Welcome, welcome to the Masters. At Augusta. <laughs> is that the same thing? The Masters Tiger Augusta, with right? the shot. <laughs> the green jacket is Tigers. He's done it. Oh, that green and red looks great, friends. <laughs> So Ron good. Swanson, he banged somebody last night. He's wearing the tiger outfit. Tiger blood's running through. Oh, wait, wrong person. Yeah, that's that's Charlie Sheen, buddy. Yeah, uh, listen, right. we're at the game of the decade. We are on to the round of 16, Derek. How's that make you feel? It, I'm really excited. The Sweet 16 matchups. You know, it's getting out of that 32 is tough. Uh, there was a lot of tough matchups. The seating, I thought, was shitty. That's your fault, though. It's not a big deal. Um, <laughs> but now that we're past that first round, uh, you really get into we're we're down to some fucking boxing matches. You know what I'm saying? Like we're yeah, going right. twelve rounds of some of these things. Um, so I'm I'm excited to get into some of these. Uh, and and I know you are too. What's what's uh real quick before we jump in? Just a random question for you. What's what's the big heartbreak for you that uh, we had to say goodbye to last round? <sighs> do there's I six. There's one? sixteen of them to choose from. I was gonna say, do I have to pick just one? Yep, yeah, just one, man. Uh, let me take a look at over the uh, ye old. Uh, There's no bloodborne. bloodborne. You know what? Hon- honestly, I, I I'm probably sadder about Rocket League over no bloodborne. <laughs> Rocket League so good. Yeah, we just talked about it last episode. Rocket League so fucking good. Like yep. my my head says Fallout Four, but honestly, fuck that. Shovel Knight's great. Uh, but yeah, besides that, it would be Bloodborne. Yeah, Bloodborne. I know that was Blood, a rough one for you. Blood, yeah, Bloodborne. Bloodborne and, uh, that was the only League. that was the only tiebreaker. Bloodborne and Super Mario Odyssey that we yeah. had to go to, but we we're kind of on the same page, Tony. We've yeah. been we've been doing okay. Yeah, well, there's been some disagreements, but you know, and there's there's we've, been a few tilts where it's like oh, I didn't play that game, so like I guess I'm gonna you know give it to you. But um, listen, we're in the round of, of sixteen now. The way this is gonna work is we're gonna go over four matchups tonight. Um, now, in the first round, we talked a little bit more generically about the games. We talked about their sales, their, uh, you know, how much they moved, uh, what platforms they're on, what genres, and, and some of their uh, Im- impacts on the industry. And then we talked a little bit about our personal experiences on those, too. So we're going to take all those things into consideration. And what we're really adding this round um, to help us be a little bit more objective is we're going to look at the Metacritic uh, reviews on some of these games. So we're going to look at some of the critical reception and see like, are we just really riding it good or it wasn't for really a good game. Um, now we all, we know these are all great games, so I guess there's not a whole lot to be discussed there, but you know, we're going to jump into these four matches. Um, first up is the number one overall seed, the Witcher three versus the number 16 overall seed borderlands Two. couple bangers. And we're going to talk about number nine overall GTA five versus Cinderella story here. Number 25 Pokemon go going to be a tough one. Uh, that's going to be a good one. Then we're going to talk about the number four overall red dead two versus oh, poor Derek. Number 20 super Mario it's Odyssey. Me. I'm, I'm all, I'm over it now. Cause I gotta get my, I gotta get my argument ready for, uh, for which one I think is better. It's a me, a blood vial. Uh, then the last one of the night we'll talk about number 21 overall seed uncharted four toppled uh, portal two and that is taking on the number five overall seed skyrim 
Is Portal 2 your, your missed opportunity? Is that your sad one? Uh, I think probably Divinity. Yeah, um, the US 2. Yeah, there, there were some hard hits in the the fourth uh, part fourth of the, of the tough. original. Yeah, yeah, you know, Zelda might be another one. Um, no, it's not. Yeah, I know you weren't going to say that. Uh, listen, so those four games, what are some of your, what's just your initial gut check uh, on how this is going to go? Uh, not not who you think is going to advance, but like really good convos or you think there's here, a couple stinkers? Here, I think your best convo is that second matchup and I cannot fucking wait. Do you want to leave it till last, you think? Uh, no, we'll go in order because okay. that's what we should do. But I think that second convo is the best. All right. Yeah. Let's warm it up. Let's warm it up. Give me, Tony, tell me the, the Metacritic scores of both The Witcher 3 and, uh, and, and Borderlands 2. Because my, my, my head tells me, my gut tells me The Witcher 3 is far and away going to blow this out of the water. But I kind of want to know, comparatively, like what, what points we're within. Um, you know, we're, we're only a few years away from each other as far as release dates. Um, and again, completely different as far as combat nature uh, in, in, in story itself. But I just I'm curious to see what the critics said about both The Witcher 3 and in uh, Borderlands 2. So Borderlands 2 is a little skittish because it's been released on multiple platforms um, and in multiple iterations. So there's, you know, the handsome collection, all that stuff. But I think what we will go for what platform do you think we want? I'd to go, go original for? release PS3 or Xbox. Okay. Yeah. I think PS3 is probably the way to go. So here we go. Borderlands two coming in at 91 Metacritic, uh, 8.2 user score. It doesn't get a lot closer. The Witcher is at 92 Metacritic with a 9.2 user score. That user score really kills it though. Yeah. Doesn't it? it does. Um, you know, this this round, too, I think what we talked about is we want these to be a little bit more heads up. So in the first round, we spent a lot of time talking about the game on its own merit. This round, it's, it's got to get a little bit bloody, man. We got to take The Witcher versus Borderlands 2, Derek. Right. If Let me ask you this question, and we'll use this as a baseline besides the Metacritic. Um, that, that's going to be our unobjective stance. But our objective stance this round, if your game got deleted if your game save got deleted for one of these games which one would you play again uh oh man this is a tough one um for a couple of reasons the classic I, schluter or would you play the in-depth crazy ass rpg and and that's the thing right so for borderlands 2 it's easy to slide right back into that right it's it's, it's riding a bicycle you slide right in you're shooting shit get new guns equipping and going again right yep. where the witcher's part really plays to the story aspect of what Derek vance enjoys um but boy that is a big fucking undertaking if my save were to get deleted honestly I'd probably play the Witcher again. It was too monumental. And if I was even halfway through, if I'd gotten past the butcher part, um, or was it the butcher? No, the butcher, butcher uh, Blaviken, B- butcher Blaviken. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, if I were to just, I, I, yeah, I think I would take the Witcher honestly. And that's, I love borderlands and I think it would be way easy to take that because it's a cop out. But I think the, 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 I would have more fun playing the Witcher again. You know why the Witcher is the correct answer? Why is that? Because there's just so much branching replayability. The The main story is pretty much the same, but there are so many side missions. It's so open world. You can go in so many directions, and you can choose 
to play the game differently as a character um, that it wouldn't feel like you were slogging through the same game. And if I and if I didn't fuck Triss the first time, I could definitely fuck Triss oh, the second time. Absolutely, yeah, you right. could. Uh, Borderlands Two, man, it's so much fun. It's so addicting. Um, just fucking shoot them up and go. But I played through that game like four times, and it gets very repetitive. And you're now there's a lot to offer. You're just going through the motions. Too. There's a lot to offer. There's a lot going on, right? And that's the beauty of what Borderlands brought to the table is they're, they're definitely trying to fill your plate. Yeah. Um, a lot of it's the same thing over and over again. So you're not getting different courses. It's the same course over and over again. Where The Witcher, they're bringing you different courses every single time. And it definitely tastes better each one you go. Um, man, yeah. The Witcher's a fucking great game. Yeah. <sighs> Borderlands 2 versus The Witcher, man. Like, I'm, I'm really trying to think this in my head on... Geralt of Rivia versus Claptrap. I think that it's hard to compare them directly because, you know, they're different console generations. So, like, as far as... I think if we're going to take the, the, the remaster of Borderlands 2 that's on the current gen and compare it to The Witcher, I think The Witcher still outs it for graphics, for performance. Um and just overall interesting of gameplay, like Borderlands 2, you had certain skills, but I think it always lacked on the inventory department. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I mean, you could have, we, I don't know what it was. It was like 32 million fucking gun combinations or some crazy number that we talked about. But realistically, you got, you know, your guns and then you got a grenade and you got like an, am, uh, an amulet or whatever. Witcher two again, or Witcher three again. You can go through and you can play a completely different character. You can use light armor. You can use heavy armor. You can choose different spells. It's just so intricate. And not only that, Tony, but you know what? I could spend a gajillion hours doing inside of that game. Hmm. Playing fucking Gwent. Gwent. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to like that's that's, Taking a, that's a, bath, a game changer. Say, that's a, well, that too, but that's a game changer, right? Yeah. Not only that, but I, I'm a sucker for this feature, and I don't know that I talked about it the first time. I can jump on that fucking horse and click a button and it goes where I need it to go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not right. having to do it is kind of amazing. Like that sounds lazy as fuck, but that in not only Red Dead, which we'll talk about, but in The Witcher 3, that was mind boggling for me. Yeah. Do you know what else? Uh, at least in The Witcher 3, I could spend at least 35 to 45 seconds doing <laughs> uh, having sex on a unicorn. <laughs> you definitely could do that. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Tris. Uh, or thank you, Yennefer. That's definitely Jennifer. I was going to yeah, say, it's definitely, definitely not Tris. It's Jennifer. Um, <laughs> we could talk about have... better bang ability. Like, yeah. <laughs> would, you rather, would you rather bang Tris and, and, uh, and Jennifer or Claptrap and drag? You know what, though? Your character, it just has personality. You know, one thing about Borderlands 2 that I guess I would say is a detriment is your character doesn't really talk much. You kind of have nope. these, you kind of have these humor quippy remarks. Yeah, um, there's but, humor around you, but that's it. Yes, exactly. We're in, in The Witcher, like, I can role play it, man. And I really did. Like, do I want to save this town and go hunt this, like, demon that's eating children? Yeah, you live it. Or do I just want to move on because you're not paying me enough? Like, what, what do right. I really want to do? Um, it's got to be the Witcher, right? Like I'm, I feel really bad about Borderlands. Yeah, and saying and it here's can't the thing with on, this but... with this round here is there's going to be a lot less fluff and a lot more down to the brass tacks as far as our choices. 
we gave every game a, a lot of do those first four episodes. Yep. This is going to be trimming the fat. You know, we're, we're here to sear a steak on a couple of minutes on each side, and we're serving that bitch up probably medium mm-hmm. rare, if not a little bloody. You know what I mean? So yeah. uh, I'm, I'm with you. Borderlands 2 is great, but fucking see ya. The Witcher 3 is definitely the game that's moving on. Uh, Witcher 3, you've made it. Number one seed, still going strong. Um, next, the Duke though, Blue Devils of our game of the decade. Yeah, the Duke Blue Devils. Uh, could get knocked off. You never know, man. I know, um, we're getting close. So this one might be a little hard to get a critical reception on because I don't really know that you're going to find a, a Metacritic for Pokemon Go, right? Do they really? I think you will. I think you will. Uh, let's see, Pokemon Go Metacritic. So the first ma- the first matchup we had a three year differential between the games. Same yep. thing here. GTA Five popped out 2013. Pokemon Go literally took everybody by storm in 2016. Caused every motherfucker to get out and walk around. <laughs> I thought it was just called a bu- caused a bunch of people to shoot people. Um, the competition but- here is really going to be between not necessarily the gameplay because there's no chance that pokemon go stands up gameplay wise to to grand theft auto this is going to be an argument based on our personal experience and the impact that it's had in the industry yeah Um, out of out of all these matchups this is kind of the most interesting as far as you know grand theft auto 5 is critically acclaimed it's one of the highest highest uh uh dollar making video games ever made produced and supported it's also one of the highest rated games on metacritic ever at 97 yeah. um wow. yeah i mean how that's fucking big huh. what wh- how did it lose those three points i don't know the same way Derek jeter on, only got everybody but one guy to vote him into the hall of fame okay sure yeah same um, way it was the same guy y- yeah and you know if you flip those numbers around you're pretty close to what uh pokemon go what pokemon go got it sitting at about a 70 um yeah, yeah and again the game plan pokemon go is not what the thrill of it is it's it's about getting out and having a game connect people in a way that had never happened before ever and being on your phone i was gonna say here's here's the thing for me about about this matchup that i I, i'm so uh tantalizing is we live in an in an increasingly distracted cell phone induced world where everyone's got one but yet no one could really find something that everyone wanted to do on their phone. You know, okay, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, whatever. But as far as, you know, interacting with each other in a communal way, nothing had ever really bridged that gap before. And you're like, who who wants to do things with other people when you have a cell phone? I can just sit at home and do it all by myself. You know, I can be a hermit right. and not fucking move. And then the idea came that I think everyone in our generation and younger and even a few years older had that idea that grown up, dude, what if Pokemon was real? How fucking cool would it be if Pokemon was real, right? Yeah, that's that idea, exactly the argument. It, it sat in your brain forever. The idea that you could be in a world where you had these fantastical monsters that you could capture and train as your own and, and raise and breed and do all this cool shit. You're like, it'll never fucking happen. And motherfucker, it did. It fucking did to the degree of having Pokemon go right fucking here and an AR device for you to be able to go out to a fucking park and catch a motherfucking Pidgey a billion times over. Because why (laughs) the fuck not? Like, that is unfathomable that it happened. The, The question, though, is does that impact outweigh 
the fact that it's kind of a shitty game. Fuck yes, it does. You think it does? Fuck yes, it does. I, don't I know, love man. Grand Theft Auto games, right? I am, I, I am a mark for Grand Theft Auto games. I think the idea that I can pull up in a fucking lowrider and honk my horn at this hooker and she's going to come in my car's <laughs> going to make weird sounds. That's amazing to 12 to 14 year old Derek. I thought that was the greatest shit ever. Yeah. And then when there was, you had to pay the bitch. And the best part about it, then you got out and shot her in the face, took your money back and drove off. <laughs> that's so true to life, right? Oh Maybe yeah. That's life, really but, true to life for sure. <laughs> but it's, it's the idea that this is so ridiculous and you've got to live like this, this weird lifestyle in these Grand Theft Auto games um, to a point that people were like, yeah, these games should not be made anymore because children want to do this. Yeah. And so it, that had an impact in and of itself. And it, they've progressively gotten better over time to the point that we're talking about Grand Theft Auto V, which was a, a, a force of storytelling with three different characters. And the impact of Grand Theft Auto Online it is, has been spoke about the last, the very first episode we had. Yeah. But even to that effect, even 14-year-old Derek honking a horn and banging a hooker and killed Grand Theft Auto <laughs> doesn't topple the fact that I could go outside walk in a park, hatch a fucking egg, and it be a, a, a duo or a, a Doug Trio or a fucking Pikachu or what, like, that, the euphoria that I got from playing Pokemon Go, it, I don't know that it's been replicated in very many things on my phone. I, I really have to think out loud on this because I, I really don't know how I feel about it. This um, I told you, this is a fun match. Yeah, it. So here's what I'll say about GTA Five: the story was fucking incredible, the gameplay is incredible, the characters are amazing. It's um, a rock star game. Yeah, it, you know all these things are a lot of great side quests, and it's just really hard because man, talk about two titans of of their respective respective games. It's like GTA Five still living, breathing. Pokemon Go still living, breathing. You have basically the one of the highest grossing games of all time and Grand Theft Auto Five versus the highest grossing franchise of all time ever. Media. Not, we're not talking video games. We're talking about the, the highest grossing franchise ever by a fucking long shot in yeah. Pokemon. A and country mile. Yes. So it's, that's just really hard. Like the better video game, I think, is undoubtedly Grand Theft Auto Five. Right. But now on the Pokemon side, Pokemon Go brought me back to a time uh where like it you felt like you had to. Wouldn't you say? Like I, I felt like I had to go catch some Pokemon and have some good shit. So let when, me I, ask you when this. I saw my you know, when you had the cards, right? And you're yeah. going to school and it's lunchtime and you're like, let me show you what I got here, dog. Boom. Them, check out with, that Charizard. Them Charizards out. Yeah, Absolutely. Dude. Look check at this shit. Charizard. Can you believe that? Oh, this one, this one here got the first edition stamp. You ain't seen that check shit before. my war turtle. Like when it comes to Pokemon Go, I got to whip it out and be like, yo, I got, I got fucking Gyarados, bitch. I caught 400 right. of them motherfucking magic carps. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it took me back to a really good time where people can just connect and, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Okay. What do you think? Which one do you what which one came first? Chicken or the egg? Which one do you think came first? Pokemon or Grand Theft Auto? Mm, and I, that's I mean, a good you could question. Go, um, games, so Pokemon games, was 98, right? Wrong. So 
Okay. What year was it? 96? 96. Okay. So Grand Theft Auto. It's got to be really close because Grand Theft Auto, the OG, came out on PS1, which would be about 96 or 97, right? 97. Okay. Yep. So you're talking about some franchises that have withstanded now three decades. Yeah. Right? 90s, 2000s, no, 2010s. Now we're in the 20s, so four decades that they've been around persevering, right? And you talk about Grand Theft Auto where they have made five of them. Yeah. And then you've got Pokemon where there's a gabillion of them. Yep. And so it's not even about the iterations and the different generations that you've been able to have, but it's the fact that since I was a kid at eight years old, I had the idea of having a Pokemon in my life or at least having it in a real life sense. It's just such a bad game. As much as I as much as I had that feeling, I wasn't going around going, I can't wait to honk a honk my horn and fuck a hooker and kill her. Dude, it's such like, a bad game. That wasn't game. what I thought. Just I talk about that. that for a minute. Pokemon Go is a bad game. It like you gotta walk around to to hatch these eggs. Listen, you gotta you gotta is catch not a bad thing. You gotta Jesus. catch like oh I know that. You know what I'm saying though. It's like you gotta you gotta hatch these eggs. I gotta have incubators for these eggs. I gotta catch you know, a fucking million of these Pidgeys. I got to go and, and fucking make them go poof for a candy, uh, 500 million times. It's like, it's, it's not a good game you, for the longest. You couldn't battle, um, gym battles. Like I'm just clicking a button. I'm not, you know, clicking what move I want to do. It was, it was Pokemon, but it was a far stretch from Pokemon traditional, now, completely unrelated to which game is better, what, one thing I thought that was ironic is more people probably died because of Pokemon Go than Grand Theft Auto. Uh, did you ever think about that? Okay. You're stretching right now. I, I, I said that doesn't really matter to the argument, but I just thought that was funny and ironic is like this game that vilifies just beating up hookers and killing cops. More people probably died playing Pokemon Go because Walking of... Walking around and getting into places they should be <laughs> yeah, going. Exactly right. Yeah, no, I'm with uh, you. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, have, I have driven around and probably played more Pokemon Go than I've texted. You know what I mean? Like, that's true. the fucked up part. Um, I don't Pokemon know. Pokemon Go is a bad game, and that, I'm having a very hard time reconciling that uh, just because it was such a phenomenal experience. Here, here's where I'm at is... The first round we really talked. And this about is series. game of the decade, not experience right. of the decade. I, I and, and that's where I'm going here. So, the first round we really talked about uh, game of the decade being not only this game that we have nominated here because it falls within the time frame, but it's also recognizing the series as a whole. Right. the The thing that I have to continue to force upon you is Grand Theft Auto Five. The Grand Theft Auto series is phenomenal. Some of the best things that have ever been produced and put out into media. Why are we talking as, about the series as a whole? When did that ever come up? We, I'm just saying in the first round, that's what we talked about. Right? So here we are again. <clears throat> now, now round two, going tit for tat, right? Again, what are you going to play? Your, for your, clack, save you gets, your, your save gets deleted, Tony Welchel. Are we playing Pokemon Go? Or are you going to restart Grand Theft Auto V? So there's the, there's the philosophical reasoning and answer, but there's also the, the realistic the logical answer, yeah the logical answer is pokemon go because like i just hit up my buddies and be like yo trade me some shit um right. or you'd hack it and be in fucking zimbabwe or australia catching shit i don't know what you're talking about exactly 
I think philosophically it would be Grand Theft Auto. Oh god, you know. You now know where I'm at. You bring with this are whole you thing. bringing me over to Pokemon Go? Is this happening right now? I th- I love Grand Theft Auto Five, but just the idea. Pokemon Go fucking did every. It was nuts. It was a phenomenon that's still happening, not to the degree that it is now, but is still fucking happening. A mobile game has grossed three billion dollars in revenue. It was one of the worst rated games in mobile history, and still people fucking loved it and still love it. People had to change mm. rules, build fences, gates, just to get people out of the fucking way because there's still many people going to parks. Shit changed. Yeah. The world changed because of Pokemon Listen, Go. I fucking hear you, okay? Can I have a the second? The world, Tony. Can I have a second here? Uh, I'm just trying to reconcile that it's a bad game, and I guess the only real logic I can give to that is like it was on a mobile device and it had to it had to be on any mobile device it's not exactly like it's locked to a console so I'll give you this one too Tony are you ready okay spoiler alert it's gonna lose to the Witcher anyway so what's it matter I don't know man I don't know that it is <laughs> I don't know I I'm thinking through it here argument to this. I'm thinking through it here uh, the arguments for GTA Five are the same as the arguments for The Witcher Three, and I think we're You're, probably putting uh, Pokemon Go through. I, I'm going to convince myself that Pokemon Go is the right choice. I don't think it's the best game of the two, but you know these categories have to be weighted. You'd have to look at the impact, sure. you have to look at the sales, you have to look at the um, the longevity and 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 all that and personal feelings and you know what to pokemon go's credit as phones have evolved over the past five four or five years so has pokemon go like they have to put out a game that is going to run on the shittiest android or the top of the line iphone so it's that's a tall task and like i can understand why the game wasn't as good as maybe people wanted it to be so Take a deep breath. It's going to be okay, Tony. This is insane. Pokemon Go, the Cinderella fucking story. It knocked <laughs> 25 off. 25 seed. It's knocked off Titanfall 2, and now it's knocked off GTA 5. Are we are oh. we locking that in? <laughs> I am way in on Pokemon Go, dude. I really am. Pokemon Go versus The Witcher in the next round. That's fun. Speak those words out loud one more time. <laughs> Pokemon Go versus The Witcher 3. Oh, boy. <laughs> that was a, that was a tough task. I love Grand Theft Auto and what it has brought to the table, but for me, is Pokemon Go a video game or is it a mobile app? Listen, we're talking about Red Dead Redemption Two, Super Mario Odyssey. Now, we I'm, I, on. I'm thinking not, not until we hit the stop button is this finalized. Okay, so it, no, it's done that. finalized. Let me think about this. Pokemon, Go, if, I'm gonna if think it's about, not, is it a mobile a app game. or is it a video game, Derek? If it's not a video game, it wouldn't be on this list. If we're talking Let's Go, it's definitely Titanfall 2 and we have to reset the whole thing. But if it's Pokemon Go, dude, it's Pokemon Go. We're redefining the parameters of a video game. It changed the world. God, it did really do that. It really fucking did. In 2016, it changed the fucking world. I visited places in this world that I never would have before with Pokemon <laughs> Go. Right, you did. Countries and everything. All right, Tony. Let's move on. Red Dead Redemption 2, the number four seed, taking on your pick, 
spoiler of uh, of my love of Bloodborne at Super Mario Odyssey, uh, the number twenty seed, I believe that is. So I, Red Dead Redemption I don't 2. even know if we have to go over this that much. <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey, such a good fucking game. I can pick it up and play it and be content and happy. I like all the completionist aspects of it. Um, graphics are great. The gameplay is great, but like it doesn't hold a where's, candle to Red Dead. Where's the Metacritic at, Tony? Hit me with the Metacritic. You got it? I got the Metacritic. You tell you tell me your save story. You tell me your save story. Oh, one hundred percent. I would I would replay Red Dead. Is that if your memory was wiped or if your save was wiped? If my save was wiped. Okay. Yeah, I would. Um, Super Mario Odyssey doesn't do enough that I would that I feel like it would draw me back in to complete it. And and the other thing that makes me mad about Mario games, like if I'm being real nitpicky, which I guess we kind of have to be, is they are low-key, like kind of fucking hard. Uh, Mario Odyssey had 97 on Metacritic with an 8.9 user score. 97 on Metacritic with an 8.1 for, for Red, Red Dead. Dead 2. Yep. Uh, how many scores did that have for user score? This 113. Has, oh, I'm sorry. For user scores, 113 for critic, 4660 for user. So this has almost 10,000 just Holy on PlayStation. Buckets. So to have it be a little lower, I guess I can understand. And you know what? Having played the game, you can understand why it is. It takes some turns sure. that, that people oh, did yeah. not like. So I agree. I, I'd say this is about as even as it gets. Um. I don't know, man. Like Super Mario is really good, but I I just feel like Red Dead did it for me. Like I became a cowboy for a while. I took my horse to the Old Town Road. You know what I'm saying? Sure. What do you think? How do you overcome nostalgia, Tony? How do you top nostalgia? How do you say no to one of the oldest, most beloved, most played video game characters since you and I were children. Yeah, I'll tell right? you how. It's a me, Arthur Morgan. <laughs> you 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 cannot overstate how impactful Nintendo as a brand and and Mario has been in our lives as far as video games go. And the fact that they innovated so much and have been able to stay so relevant to the point that this game, a fucking Mario game on the launch year of a new console had 113 critic scores and had a 97 which we have said now is some of the highest ratings on meta in metacritic history it's a mario game you know what these games are and they're still fucking ridiculously amazing they're not the most graphically impressive right well, they're for not what they are cool. yeah, i think so but 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 comparatively to red dead redemption right it is not graphically intensive it is not side side story heavy there is not a whole lot of gameplay mechanics it is very simple it's pickup it's play and it's pure nostalgia. It is pure fun, pure joy, and it's something that everyone in your in your life, in your family, anyone that has ever played or been around a Mario game can enjoy what Super Mario Odyssey has brought to the table. Because it's nostalgia. It, it's nostalgia contained in a tiny cartridge that gets you smiling. Pure pure happiness playing that fucking video game. On the flip side, I think you have, everything that you described could be said for Red Dead and said better. Definitely not the happiness aspect. What I will say. I, I was perfectly is, happy playing Red Dead. Not, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a happy more story. About, right, that's what I'm talking about. But, yeah. I was not jovial as I was playing Arthur Morgan's story. 
I was very like, holy fuck, like blending that that line of realism of the old West and watching this character deal with the shit he was trying to go through and grow as a character from this outlaw asshole to having a conscience and realizing this motherfucker's dying and having to live that story really hit me in a lot of notes. Um, and that's the beauty of having a video game that's relatively new on the aspect uh, or the, the, in, in the, in the aspect of what we're talking about. There is no nostalgia for Arthur Morgan and that character. Yeah, of course it's red dead redemption. You want to play a sequel. It's a rock star game. It's fucking great. And of course it's going to be great. Dutch but is great. Sure. I mean, everybody in that is, is got some great characterization, but it doesn't bring the impact in the, in the, the pure joy form that Super Mario Odyssey brings. Derek, there's no fucking way I'm letting Super Mario Odyssey get past. Red Dead 2, by far the better game. Better gameplay, better storytelling, more side missions. Just Super, <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey is great, but I could walk away from that game and never play it again and never finish it and not go back. I could not it's... do that with Red Dead 2. I have to know what happens. I have to see it through to completion. Okay. Say it. Is this one? Is this one really short? Are we really going this quick on this one? Say is there it. Nothing more you have to say. Just fucking say it. <laughs> Why? Listen, I'm real salty pure, about Pokemon Go right now. Pure nostalgia, Tony Waltrell. Pure nostalgia. You know what? Uh, I think, in all honesty, Super Mario. <clears throat> I don't know that it did enough, man. Like, yes, it's on a new platform. <laughs> But what did it really do, man? This is the game that you upset Bloodborne for, so you tell me what it did. In comparison, though, direct comparison to Red Dead 2. That's, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Doesn't like, hold a candle to it. Completely different games. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. Is like In comparison, what did it do different? Red Dead 2, I mean, you had in-depth storytelling. You had a camp system. You had... Um, these like uh, animal hunts, you had all kinds of like these little nuances, hyper realism, Super Mario Odyssey. It's like it it really took the power of the switch and it combined all the best aspects of all the other Mario games. Like, And it was still one of the best reviewed video games of all time. It was and it is really good. What I can tell you is. I. Wouldn't go back and replay the entirety of Super Mario. I would would go back and replay the entirety and have some aspects of Red Dead 2. You know what's even better in Super Mario Odyssey? Better horse. Yoshi? (laughs) Yoshi's a horse. That's a dinosaur, man. He's a horse, dude. (sighs) I got the Yoshis in the bag. Yoshi is attached. Listen to me. It's All Red right, Dead here, here 2. Here you go. Listen to me. I'm just ribbing you. Red Dead 2 is one of the best fucking video games of all fucking time. Of course, it's Red Dead 2. But I am not lying to you when it comes to Super Mario Odyssey because I knew you weren't going to give it its due because you are a Red Dead 2 dick sucker. Odyssey and Super Mario as a whole is just pure fucking fun. Yeah. And it is, it is nostalgia and happiness distilled to its core in the fact that, again, it is still so well-received in this day and age, and they can still make a video game that everyone's like, holy fuck, I have not seen this before in a Mario game, is baffling to me. It's why Pokemon Go got passed, but it's too tall of a hill to climb for Red Dead 2. 
Mario Odyssey versus GTA 5, I would give it to GTA 5. Thankfully, that's not the way Cookie Crumbled. Red Dead Redemption 2, definitely the better video game. Definitely the better game of the decade. I'm kind of going the other way now. Great. Super Mario Odyssey's in. Let's go. <laughs> no, Red Dead 2 moves on. Definitely fucking Red Dead 2. Uncharted 4 versus Skyrim. I don't even know where to begin because you played, we both played uh, or Uncharted, but you haven't really played Skyrim. Yeah, no, but again, when you're talking about, we talked in the in the second episode, I think we did of this, which was, I understand the impact that Skyrim has had as a whole, as far as the story and stuff goes, but we're, we're past all that. We're, we're talking Metacritic scores, we're talking our own personal scores, we're talking saves getting deleted, and we're talking, you know, we're distilling this down to 12 rounds of bare fist fucking fighting at this point. Yeah, it, I, I think it's hard to say that Skyrim, from, from my perspective isn't isn't the superior overall game just because of how vast it is there's so much to do it's very we had that discussion about divinity original sin too like you that you can get lost there's so much to do and skyrim is very much that way but it all feels like it can, you can go at your own pace with it um i think the progression system is really nice and intricate it's not it's not like so crazy that it's like path of exile crazy um but it's intricate enough that you have to make some conscious decisions about like what sort of character that you want to create. Um, and there's just so many cool like side quests that are main quests. You know, you can join an assassin's guild, you can join um, the ally, you can join the, the, the rebellion. Um, on the Metacritic other... scores. Hold on. Metacritic scores. Do you have them pulled up? I do. 93 for Uncharted. 94. So Uncharted got a better Metacritic score? No, no, no. 93 for Uncharted, 94 for Skyrim. Wow, I'm surprised Uncharted 4 is that high. Yeah, 9 point, uh, I'm sorry, 8.4 user score for Uncharted, 8.2 for Skyrim. Listen, if we're going to move Pokemon Go (laughs) ahead because of the impact, I think there's no... There's no competition as far as impact. Skyrim I'm not changed saying there the is. entire I'm asking industry. For, gotta give me a little bit more flavor text here because I'm I'm not trying to spoil everything because we're just cutting right to the chase. We could be done with this whole thing tonight if we wanted to be. But I'm trying to give a little bit more credit here. You're still hung up on this Pokemon Go thing. I can tell it's still killing it. Skyrim <laughs> it really is the is. better game and is definitely the one that's moving on here. The reason that Uncharted could be moving on is because it's masterful class in storytelling. It's it's just impact so it fun and relatable. Me. Like yeah, you're you're out there, you're treasure hunting, you're a witty witty guy, you're you know, you're out there running with your old mentor and and your bro bro. Like it's just a fun game. And you're well, killing you bad got the guys. Wife, you got the wife back home and then all of a sudden the wife's there, and then by the end of it you got a fucking kid. And then and you're playing Crash Bandicoot. You're playing Crash Bandicoot and again, you're talking about some nostalgia, but also you have a little bit of that last of us flavor in there of having a family and what the impact of what you're doing is to your family and how you reconcile that and, and what it means to have a family and not have to go searching for things to fulfill your life because the life is right in front of you. You know, it's things like that that really impacted Uncharted 4 and made it so critically acclaimed is 
they took a lot of uh, things that we all take for granted, you know, family, and, and because we try to search for something more. I, I really like all the puzzle aspects of the Uncharted, too. Oh, yeah. Like, that. Absolutely. that is really... It's not too challenging. Some of them are real mind fucking mind benders. Oh, yeah. And you're thinking like, okay, there's no way these primitive societies came up with this shit. But uh it it's really fun. Um and there's that that overarching story that they do really well in the Uncharted games that like as you're going through, you're kind of doing all these little missions. Um, that all are working and progressing the overall story. It, well, it's very much a treasure hunt. They're teaching you things as you get as you go through the game that end up paying off later. Right? You know what I mean? Yep. But you want to talk about a game that clearly pays off dividends throughout its entire run, and that's what Skyrim seems to be. You know, it's a, it's a game about learning different mechanics and 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 building relationships and utilizing those to your benefit, and also experiencing the world that they built in front of you. And this is all from somebody who's never fucking played the game. Yeah. But I understand what that game has been able to do from afar um, and the impact that it has had on everyone and almost everyone in the gaming industry. And we're talking about a nine-year-old video game, you know, a game that just came to a Switch console last year. <sighs> yeah, it's such a shame, too, because it's Fuck. poopy dick. Um, but still, the fact that even people wanted it and they did it, I mean, that game will run on fucking everything, apparently. Yeah, you know, and I think even, like, heads up, if you go to if you go heads up on some of these categories, like if you look at graphics heads up, the best that uncharted can look versus heads up the best that Skyrim can look on a console. I think Skyrim probably wins that Um, heads up. I would disagree, but yeah, well, you haven't seen Skyrim modded on an Xbox like, and it definitely wins if it's on a PC, but, but I'm taking 2011 Skyrim at launch does not look as good as 2016 uncharted Four at launch. Okay. So if you, if you want to, it, yeah, that, that is a correct statement, but if you want to go for like how good the graphics were at release for each game, Skyrim was pretty up there, man. Like that, it it was a good looking game at release for the time, but you're talking about that's where, that's where the seating stuff can really, you can't pull that because that's where it really can get to its detriment. That's what I'm saying. It's like uh, the best that it could be right now. But anyway, um, story versus story. I think I probably would take Skyrim. Like uncharted four is a really good closeout um, and a really good end to a story. But Skyrim, man, it's so fuck. You're Dragonborn. You can talk to dragons. You can Fusro Doe. You can, I mean, it's it's a really out there well, story that actually. I was gonna say that's that's I think what you have to understand is that you just said that Uncharted Four is relatable. Skyrim is not relatable. No, yeah. So it's the not. story, the story, if you are into that RPG style and can really get into the character and, and, and embrace yourself into that, is definitely great. But as a pick up and play person. They're, they're Uncharted is you just can jump right the fuck in. Yep, Uncharted's definitely that way. You can get in accessibility. You can, you can accessibility aim and shoot. Is huge. Yeah, you can you aim and shoot. Do. Skyrim definitely a little bit more involved. It takes a little more than that. And definitely, if you want to use magic, you really got to sure. know the mechanics. Uh, if you want to start casting spells and shit, so right. Skyrim though, it just cannot be the 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 impact. Uh, value that it has as a game on the industry is is really what's going to push it over the top here. I think there's a lot to be said about the longevity and the playability, replayability of it, and just the value that you get. But it moves on mostly for me because of the impact and like it shattered so many things when it came out that you're seeing pay off in practically every game these days. Any any RPG has something 
directly pulled from the lineage of Skyrim. I would agree. I, I think that Skyrim is definitely the winner here. Um, again, I've, I've used a lot of this as being impactful, and I, I know we're not really talking about that in this round, the, the round of 16, but it, even, if, even if you said, if I had played <laughs> Skyrim, uh, right. and I have played Uncharted, and you gave me the save question, honestly, I'd probably take Skyrim only because there's more to it, and at least there's uh, some replayability there, where with Uncharted, it's kind of, you play it, and you're kind of done. Yeah. You know, you can go and find the treasures and sure. Um, but that's kind of it. It's, it's kind of why I push so hard for Pokemon Go. Like that game is forever playable. I, I mean, it just is, you know, it is built that way for a reason. Grand Theft Auto is, is not. The Witcher 3 versus Pokemon Go. Is that really happening? Uh, not on this episode, Tony, but that is the end of this episode. Uh, Skyrim, definitely moving on past Uncharted 4. Tony, give me the rundown of all of our winners here on the left-hand side of our uh, Sweet 16 bracket. Witcher 3 takes down Borderlands 2. Pokemon Go takes down Grand Theft Auto 5. Jesus Fuck Christ. Fuck yes. God damn Pokemon it. Pokemon Go's so in the Elite 8, man. Can you yes. believe that? That's um, amazing. Red Dead 2 is taking down Super Mario Odyssey, and Skyrim has... Uh, overtaken uncharted four i now i'm excited for both of those matchups next time witcher three pokemon go and now we're talking fucking red dead and skyrim yeah but look at what's on the other side here for matchups god of war versus minecraft i know what you're gonna say but if we're gonna because i'm gonna give dude i'm being objective i'm being objective and minecraft has done insane things for video games yep insane for accessibility and everything yeah hellblade versus shovel knight that'll Um, be a fun indie matchup yep mass effect versus horizon that'll be a good one for me i know you haven't played mass effect but uh maybe in the next five days you can uh (laughs) and then uh dark souls 3 versus the last of us so there might be a couple squash matches on the right side oh yeah but once you get past the 16 you get into the eight and you start putting god of, say, god of war or minecraft versus hellblade or shovel knight like there's gonna be some discussions there are some pretty hot discussion on this left hand side there's gonna be some good ones on the right hand side but really as we move to the elite eight it's shit is getting fucking real i want to thank everybody for joining us uh this is i think episode five or six uh so far five number five. five of game of the decade and we're gonna have six seven and maybe an eighth one to determine it all or maybe we'll end it on our podcast i don't really know how it's all gonna go down but i gotta tell you it's been a fucking hell of a time it's um, so fun it is so fun to talk about these things and uh just to show Derek who's boss so yeah sure you know for the dts podcast i am tony pokemon go motherfucker i'm Derek, and we're out here i'm gonna go play some pokemon go goodbye bye-bye